Welcome to the Garden Life Marriage Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Jacqueline. And today we'll be talking about identity I- theft. Identity theft. Identity theft. Identity theft in a relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. In a marriage. How sometimes the roles and responsibilities in a marriage can just try to take your identity and who you are. Um, I think I, I think I pretty much have a handle on my identity now, but it was, I think, difficult for me to keep hold of probably the first few years of our marriage. Um, because although I am very strong willed, I do want to make sure that I'm not being combative in our marriage. Mm. And so a lot of times I know for women in particular, there is a there's a struggle in balancing out um, when to be the dominant person or when you're pregnant, not just becoming someone's mom. Or, you know, when you're getting married, not just becoming someone's wife. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was definitely a a struggle to keep the identity because it is so easy to lose, especially when you're hearing like um, some of the stereotypes of what, you know, people say you should be as a wife. What I mean, what are some of the stereotypes that you hear as far as like, for men going into marriage. Well, there's a few. And it, it you can start off real general. Okay, men are supposed to be able to fix things. Mr. Fix it. Do things around the house. You fuss at me about my barbecue skills. They're terrible. <laughs> They're all right. <laughs> all I'm not good with poor the steak. No, that I'm not good with the steak. Died in vain. <laughs> But um, I think the biggest one men probably deal with is just being the financial head, the financial provider, and that your your work, mm-hmm. your job status, a lot of that, what you do mm-hmm. becomes your identity. Oftentimes as a man, people want to know, hey, nice to meet you. My name yeah. is blah, blah, blah. Where do you work or what do you do yeah. is usually the next question. And if it's not something you're comfortable with sharing, maybe you're... In between jobs, maybe you're starting something, but it hasn't taken off the way you want it to. Mm-hmm. It can put you in an awkward position because you, you feel like you're being judged in that moment. Do you feel like when you were transitioning from your business back to work and it was that period of you being a stay-at-home dad, do you feel like that was a challenge to your identity? Or at that point where you uh, just already secure because this was your second go-round? At that point, I didn't feel like it was a challenge to the identity. And I think in part, a big part of that is knowing where your spouse lands at it on those type of things. Yeah. If you and I are in communication and in agreement of what's happening, it makes it a lot easier mm-hmm. to, to go down that path and continue moving forward with, hey, this is the plan. It hasn't come together yet, but yeah. I'm still working it. And at that time, yeah, the plan was, okay, um graphic design stuff on a um oh not 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 so proprietorship but freelance base that's the word I was looking for more of a freelance wasn't working out the way it had been so I yeah. wanted something more steady 
and decided to go back that route of, you know, being an employee. Let me find a print shop to work with. So during that time did I feel like, oh, my identity is so wrapped up in this that now that it's not working out, I feel less of a man. Mm-hmm. No, no, I was cool at that point. And I know that you and I had that discussion about, hey, by the time our daughter is this age, yeah. I'd like to be in this position. And from then on, let's keep progressing this way. I think my first challenge in my identity came after the birth of our son. Okay. Um, because while you're supposed to, well, there's a, you know, you're supposed to instinctively know what to do as a mom. Um, I felt like for a while I didn't want to be alone mm-hmm. with him because he was so fragile and so, so little that I would cry when you would, would have to go to the store or something because I just felt like you would be better off with him than, than I was. Mm. So for me, it was a real challenge to my identity, not knowing at the time I didn't have anyone to say, Hey, you know, no one knows what to do off rip. Like you just grow into this, you learn this. So for me, it was a real challenge because I was like, you know, what's something's wrong. My birth plan didn't go the way that I wanted to. So I'm already struggling with that. So my identity as far as like, am I going to be a good mom was really, you know, challenged at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would say probably the second time was just in navigating the tough decisions and the tough conversations that we would have to have in our marriage. Um, Because outside of our marriage, you know, I'm able to just make decisions and just go do what, you know, I think is best for the business that I'm running. But within a marriage, you need buy-in and you need, you know, I can't, I can't talk to you. Like I would necessarily talk to one of my stakeholders. Like, I know you don't disagree. We're going to try this out for, you know, a certain amount of time, a amount of days. So I think for me, it was a real challenge to navigate. How do I keep my identity within this space without losing myself, without losing my voice. Um, Because prior to my relationship with uh, my husband, I was in a very toxic relationship. And that was one of the things that was, you know, brought up is that being a strong personality, you know, you get labeled to be and, you know, who do you think you are? And, you know, that's why you don't have nobody and, you know, you're difficult and just all of these negative connotations associated with being a strong woman that it can make you lose your identity because then you try to, you try to become, is it docile? Mm-hmm. And just, you know, real submit. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to be, because that's what, you know, that's what you think the person wants. Yeah. Instead of just being just yourself. And I don't know how you would keep that up. Well, I couldn't. Yeah. If you're, you're, because that's almost, I would say almost faking it. Yeah. Or you're just turning off a part of yourself. Yeah. Was this, you know, will he, you know, I think anytime you got to cut off a part of yourself or just turn it off like that, it, it doesn't necessarily die, but now you're just not, you can say, breathing any life into it. Right. So it's there, and then I think it causes uh, discontent. Yeah. I really do, which 
another one of the things that ends up just blowing up in the marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can try. You can try to become another person thinking, hey, this is what's best for the marriage, but you can only fake it for so long. And this is not a, a pass to just throw up your hands and say, this is just how I am mm-hmm. and to not grow or to not change or to not try to become a better person or better, just a better person for yourself. Um, because I decided a long time ago that I would continually grow personally, not for you, but for me, mm-hmm. because the better I become, the better mom I am, the better wife I am, the better friend I am, the better you know boss, employee I am. So for me, I am content in this is who I am because it was a real challenge for me, especially, you know, in that relationship. Um, and then just in different ways that people would try to label, you know, how I'm wired and realizing, okay, no, this isn't it, but I am this over here. So let me lead with that and find out how to be the best version of that that I can. And so for me, it was, I have to be very intentional of recognizing when I'm being quiet because I'm making an emotional decision or if I'm being quiet because I'm trying to lose my identity. And so I think for a lot of women out there, um, it's, it's tough. It, it is definitely tough to balance out the different identities that we wear while still maintaining our true selves. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know if men really struggle with that outside of just the work component. I would think that's the main piece. As you were sharing, I was thinking about that. Like, What areas in life do you really deal with identity and losing it? And I think I think it is just it would have to be a work thing. Mm-hmm. Because other than that, I'm like, okay, is, is somebody that dominant in your life when you are a man that their identity, you say, dwarfs yours? Or you're trying to become who you think they want you to be. And that's the only time I really think that could come into play or does come into play in that type of working relationship where it's, okay, this is your superior. Yeah. yeah, Boss or whatever. So I got to kind of, people say, play the game. Yeah, I got to play the game so that, you know, stay in their good graces or whatever. But How did you... Manage, not manage. How are you so comfortable with me knowing how strong-willed I am (laughs) and how vocal I am? (laughs) Because it would be very easy for you to just be like, no, we're going to do it this way. I mean, which what was our initial, you know, in the beginning of marriage as far as like money is concerned, but how mm-hmm. did you get to a point of, of just being comfortable with me saying what I had to say respectfully and not feeling challenged like you're challenging my manhood? Because I think that's that's another reason why I think women tend to lose their identity because if you are a strong-willed woman and you are 
in a relationship with the man, sometimes it can come across as an attack and the man is like, well, now I have to become extra dominant because, Mm -hmm. you know, I got to let you know who's boss. I realized early on, I don't have all the good ideas, just most. Oh, whatever. Just most. (laughs) (laughs) So I need to listen to what you're saying. And I don't mind, you know, you poking some holes in it and saying, hey, consider this or that doesn't sound right. Because I think I've made enough mistakes to realize you don't always got it. It's not always right. And then valuing you as a teammate, valuing your opinion. I need to hear those things also. What do you think on this? What do you think of this direction? Because it doesn't just affect me, the decisions I make. Yeah. So that's another big piece of it. How can I say, come along with me, let's go, without ever saying, do you want to go? Oh, wow. What do you think about this? That's really good. Because if we get out there and it's a mess, now it's kind of not the right time to be saying, hey, hey, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? You should have already asked. Yeah. Maybe we should have started there. Yeah. And I do want to mention, especially to uh, women who maybe you're on the opposite end. Maybe you don't struggle with your identity. Maybe you, you, uh, you know, don't hesitate to speak your mind. While that is a good thing to have, there's also a very fine line between speaking your mind and nagging. Mm. Because I probably only got two times to mention something to you before I'm like, well, all right then. We're going to see, but I'm not going to keep nagging you and hounding you like, did you do it? 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 And then on top of that is something, if I, if I advise you of something and you choose not to listen to it and it all goes awry, I'm also not going to say, well, I told you because it's still, it's still us together. Mm -hmm. So even though he made the decision and I follow with it, not completely being in agreement with it, the part of two becoming one is we as one made this decision. So if we as one fail in the decision, then it's not, we still are one in, okay, how do we fix this? And it's not time to be like, well, you shouldn't have did this and you should have listened to me. And I told you, da, 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 da. That doesn't help anything. It's like, okay, now no, we're here. No, so now what do we do about it? If the ship is going down, you know, whatever, house is burning down, the man knows. You don't have to remind him in that moment that you should have did it my way. He already knows. Hey, I've messed this thing up. Yeah. And probably trying to figure out how, how can we fix it, one. And yeah. two, how can I apologize for this? Yeah. Because the pride is now in the way. If he didn't listen on the front end and it didn't work out on the back end, he knows, you know, you know, it didn't work. He knows. Now, how is he going to come back and say to you, I'm sorry? Yeah, because that's part of the identity is um, you, you don't want the fear of making a mistake to now challenge your identity and who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that we we discussed is. We might get it wrong when we make a decision, but we just want, what do you say, the freedom to... Freedom to make mistakes freedom together. freedom to make mistakes. Um, yeah. So if you are on the opposite opposite end and you're like, I have no problem speaking my mind, 
just know that if you're in a relationship, in a marriage, you want to make sure that you are speaking your mind to a point, uh, not to nag and control the situation, Mm -hmm. but to advise. And if it doesn't turn out, then it should still be that you are still one team. Yeah. And we're figuring it out together. So. That's good. I encourage, um, before we get into our kiss and connect, I encourage, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be women out there. If you are in a relationship and you feel like, Hey, my identity, uh, is being stolen either by the title of mom or dad or the title of boss or the title of employee or the title of son or daughter, because I know that, you know, sometimes the parental relationships can, can come to play in that as well. I encourage you to really um, take a step back and evaluate, you know, what really belongs to you as far as like your emotions, your personality, your identity, what really belongs to you and what's been put on you mm-hmm. by other people in your in your yeah. surroundings. So this week's um, Kiss and Connect is going to be a little bit different because it is an individual Kiss and Connect in regards to self-care. So this week's Kiss and Connect is just go out and do something for yourself. Um, Take a moment to just meditate. Go get a massage. Just come back to you because ultimately you are your first identity. (laughs) And if you don't know, you can't connect with yourself to know who you are, then it's going to be difficult to you know, identify who you are in these different types of um, forms. Anyway. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> no, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so after you get done uh, taking care of yourself, come connect with us at Garden Life Marriage, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, soon to be TikTok. If you got show ideas, uh, send them over to info at gardenlifemarriage.com. And remember, marriage is a journey, so plan accordingly, and we will see you next time.